This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry with my man, Harry Douglas. I'm just really Freddie Coleman. We're presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And do not forget, do not forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. This is where we are now, if you are the Kansas City Chiefs. Beyond the Swifties and Taylor Swift and everybody saying they're showing her too much on TV. And then I read an article today, Harry Douglas, that awful announcement put out there saying, for all the people saying they're showing her too much, they showed a mere 44 seconds on Sunday. In a three-hour and 20-minute game, 44 seconds. So we can call that noise as far as she's Taylor Swift. It's her world. She is our queen. We're just her sips. That's just how that goes right now with Taylor Swift as far as it goes. Period. Freddie, it's the same thing where Brock Purdy but on the opposite end. People are going to believe <laughs> what they want to believe that's true. no matter what the circumstances are. Uh-huh. That is like that's, true. That's just, just the world that we live in now. Uh-huh. It is. And, but uh, guess what? Hey, mm-hmm. in my opinion, keep showing Taylor. My, my daughter in here talking about she wants a Taylor Swift birthday, eighth birthday party nowadays. She's watching really? football more because of Taylor Swift the whole nine. Wow. So if that's going to draw me, me and my daughter are already close. Uh-huh. If that's going to draw me and my daughter closer, uh-huh. damn it, show Taylor Swift. I wonder how many father-daughter situations that has really turned like that based on somebody like her. A ton. Dad's in the NFL. She's a part of that with Travis Kelsey. And those, that, that whole, those kingdoms, the NFL and her kingdom, have met like that. Involving Taylor Swift. Listen, baby girl told me for the Super Bowl that she's going to watch the entire game with her father. Really? She's not going to leave and go play with baby dolls or nothing what? because Taylor Swift will be shown. Uh-huh. Because she is our queen. We are her simps. It is her <laughs> world. We're just living in it. Believe that's from Jimmy Fallon. They do the whole thing like Taylor Swift and everything like that. That's from the Jimmy Fallon show on NBC that they came up with that. But I also think it's kind of weird that people – you see two people who, who really – really are seeming like they they feel each other, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're taking their relationship to another level, and people mm-hmm. just want to discredit that. Yeah. Super weird to me. Yeah, it's very weird. Speaking of that, McGregor in Arizona's got something to say about a Swifty Super Bowl at 888-729-3776. Mac, what you got? Hey, fellas. Uh, first off, big fan of the show, uh, watching every day out here in the middle of the desert. Uh, Thank delivering you, packages. You guys help me get through my day. Big, big fan. And I wanted to touch on this whole uh, Swifty Bowl that we have coming up here. Uh, reason why America is uh, not pulling for this this Swifty Bowl is that Travis Kels taking his talents to Taylor Swift is the equivalent of LeBron taking his talents to Miami. <laughs> and believe me when I say this, that America cannot wait until the San Francisco 49ers send Dorothy Mahomes, the Wicked Witch of the Swifties, and Captain Pfizer walking the Yellow Brick Road all the way back to Kansas City. Wow. I'm out, fellas. Wow. Well, safe, safe travels when you're working and, hang, and allowing us to hang out with you, McGregor, number one. Number two, that was pretty damn funny. I don't care who you are. But I would say this. Uh-huh. Travis Kelsey made a smart decision, in my opinion. LeBron James made a smart decision, in mm-hmm. his opinion, he, he, as well, he, in my opinion. Yeah, he, shot, he shot his shot, and he said, I wonder if she'll go out with me. And here we are when it comes to that. Here we are. Last time I checked, it's about elevating, right, in life? Sure. It's about mm-hmm. elevating. And what have you got to lose? He put Ooh. it out there, and next thing you know, he is now part of Swiftyville involving <laughs> Taylor Swift. But she could be a part of the reason this article was written. Great article on YahooSports.com by Jay Busby, terrific senior writer for Yahoo Sports. And the article is titled, The Chiefs are the new Patriots, the team everyone loves to hate. 
Part of the article, I'm going to read it word for word. Welcome, Kansas City Chiefs, to the loathing zone. Not loading, loathing zone. You were a cute story before, but now America is tired of you. Your star quarterback, your teddy bear-looking coach, your celebrity girlfriend, and most of all, your constant presence in the Super Bowl. Congratulations, Kansas City. <laughs> You're the new Patriots. He also went on to write, and this is spot on in my opinion, the NFL is always more fun when the league has a common enemy. And for nearly 20 years, the New England Patriots happily filled that role, reaching Super Bowls in nearly half those seasons, winning six of them. Kansas City's on that path to that kind of success. Four Super Bowls in five years with two already won and a third possibly just days away. Now that is how you get everyone else to hate you. Well, no. For some odd and apparent reason, you know, our world uh, doesn't like when teams win consistently. And I get it because, you know, you may want your team to win for a change and you get tired of seeing the same old thing over and over and over again. Right. But if we actually just embrace what we're witnessing mm-hmm. and understand that we might not see it again in our lifetimes, mm-hmm. maybe people have a different perspective on it. Well, but I get, yeah. I get it. I, so I understand. I. Yeah. You know why? I'm not saying that Jay Busby's wrong. But the reason the Patriots were those stormtroopers, they were not only winning, but they were interesting. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, interesting. Bill Belichick, even though he didn't look interesting or sounded interesting, he was interesting because there was a certain kind of whatever behind that. That Patriot way. I'm not going to say the Patriots and the Chiefs are now the same. I would never, ever go that that the Chiefs could be like that. But to your point, though, Harry, they keep winning and keep being interesting. Patrick Mahomes, interesting. Travis Kells, and if she's going to be Mrs. Kells or not when it comes to Taylor Swift, interesting. Andy Andy Reid going, and the home of the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have interesting people on your team and you're winning and you're doing it in a way because this was never the case with San Antonio. When they're winning in the NBA, there was an interesting thing about them. Tim Duncan, Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, and Spurs fans to this day still hate the fact that their organization does not get the due credit that they should get by being that quote-unquote dynasty in the NBA because they weren't interesting enough. They were a boring basketball team on off the basketball court. And that doesn't sell. Nobody wanted to see that. If you ever heard the Spurs in the NBA Finals, a sadness would come over many NBA fans when it came to that. You're the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It gets to a point now you're saying, man, I hope, I hope Brock Purdy in San Francisco takes them down. But you know what you're going to do? You're going to find out. You're going to watch and find out. You want to see exactly if that could possibly happen. And if it doesn't happen, you go, man, I hope my team can take them down the next year. When you're a villain and you're interesting and you're winning, those things sell, especially in the NFL. So, Freddie, I was just jotting down some sports teams who, you know, I may have considered, not me per se, but the people may have considered a villain, right, mm-hmm. in, in which they hated on frequently. You, you talk about Coach K and Duke basketball mm-hmm. for so many years. Absolutely. You talk about Miami back when they were the U no and question. how many people hated them. No question. Alabama football when Nick, they Nick consistently Saban. started winning. Mm-hmm. The New England Patriots, right, the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you have so many – uh, cowboy hating fans out here in today's mm-hmm. today's world. It's because they were able to win. Mm-hmm. They were able to be a dynasty. Mm-hmm. And then you think about the New York Yankees. How many people love the Yankees? But how many uh, that much more people dislike the Yankees right. from what they've been able to do within their organization for so many years? Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't know why it's like that. Why people hate winners? 
because I would be trying to study and see how can I win like them. Right, no Whether doubt. it comes to business, yep. everyday life, relationships, or sports. Yeah, Devin Kent, one of our producers, you got something to say about this. I think I think it's, it's evolved because they started. They were hated because they were winning at mm, first. Right. But now, no offense, Freddie, with the Cowboys. They're not they're, winning. They're not winning, and yet they're still talked about more than any team because they're not winning. Yeah. The Yankees, you know, they've won some, but they haven't won not at the level they want. Not since 2009. And they're still talked about like that. Mm-hmm. That's, so yeah. I think it's evolved. People are getting more frustrated because these teams are still talked about on a daily basis when they're not winning. Because they're still interesting. That's a good uh, point, Dave. Uh, Jerry Jones still makes the Dallas Cowboys interesting no matter what. Nick Saban, all those years Alabama, was always something interesting about Nick Saban. Even Tom Brady, when he was on the Pat McAfee show, he did, he said, I don't know if you believe it or not. I don't know if I believe it or not. He said that he did not know there was a Patriot way until fans brought it up. I've never used that term in my entire life. I think when people say it, I'm always like, what's the Patriot way? It sounds like the title of a book. I think what we tried to do was we tried to do things the right way. I think we tried to practice the right way and prepare the right way. What happened on game day was ultimately a reflection of what we practiced. And I thought we had great leadership from our coaches and it filtered down to the guys who really drove the culture. We had so many guys that I played with over the course of a lot of years that you know really understood that, okay, I'm going to care about my teammates and I'm going to care about helping the team win and whatever personal agenda you had individual success and individual awards i don't want to make those insignificant but they weren't as significant as what we were trying to accomplish as a team two things he's flat out lying there's no way he did not know (laughs) that there was a patriot way until fans (laughs) that's my belief I, i love the way he said it I didn't know there was a Patriot way. We just did things the right way and held guys accountable. Baloney. He knew that there was a Patriot way because that was still in that culture, number one. Number two, he's about to be the Fox number one analyst for football. He sounds like that. He's going to be okay. He, he was very transparent. He's yep. kind of, well, I didn't know, but here's why. If he's like that and a little bit elevated, he's going to be just okay as the number one analyst for Fox football when he takes over Greg Gose, who was terrific doing that whole thing. I know a few guys that actually played with Tom Brady. So I played with Asante Samuel okay. um, when I w- when he was in Atlanta and when I was in Atlanta. And he basically told me that Tom Brady was the Patriot way. Mm-hmm. Guys followed Tom. That's been uh, proven now. Also, I, I remember asking Dion Branch, who was my mentor coming out and uh, someone that I'm still close to, playing with Tom Brady, did, it, did he make you, you know, raise your level of play Mm -hmm. and it was like he was just so great at everything that he did right you understood what the standard was and it it made you on your own wanted to raise your level of play because you didn't want to disappoint him Mm -hmm. because you see you seen the way he went on about his business every single day yeah and maybe it's not a patriot way it was a tom brady way because you're going to be a lot closer to the playoff, the players, excuse me, than Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky Bill Belichick, who wasn't worried yep. about saving players. So maybe that's a misnomer. So maybe he's a little correct when he said the Pat McAfee show. They didn't hear about it <laughs> anyway. Because it was a Tom Brady way. Because like we say on our show, the standard is the standard. That's right. And when you were drafted by them or you were, uh, you were acquired free agent-wise, you knew that's the standard. And it wasn't pointing at Bill Belichick. It was pointing at Tom Brady. I'm not going to buy that the Chiefs are the new New England Patriots. But if they keep this up, we may start hearing about that chief way <laughs> that's taken over, and all of a sudden they may have more haters than supporters when it comes to that team. And and two, you know, different sides of the spectrum, right? You have Andy Reid, who's the polar opposite mm-hmm. of Bill Belichick. You have a guy, Absolutely. Andy Reid, that's a that, great point. Yep. You know, 
I, I thought it was unique that Drew Twank, uh, Tranquil, you know, released mm-hmm. the text message that, that Andy Reid texted him yeah. or whatnot. And, and I just thought that was cool, man, yeah, to be able yeah. to have your head coach, hey, you can hit me up at any time. You can come in my office at any time right. uh, and, and chat with me. I, I, it's phenomenal. Yeah, Randy Carricker, one of our favorites who works as the morning drive host for 101 ESPN in St. Louis, he said, hey, guys, love the show, number one. Number two, a big part of the reason the Patriots hate it is that they cheated. They were fine and Doc draft choices, not once but twice. <laughs> and they weren't likable, especially Bill Belichick, <laughs> different than any other dynasty. He's right. Did but somebody they, say something about Spygate? Yes, the they did. Gate? Uh-huh. But they still were interesting. Mm-hmm. Randy is 100% correct about what he said. When, uh, Pages fans used to get at me all the time when that was going on. Why are you guys picking on our team? Everybody does it, but why is your team getting caught? If everybody's doing it when it comes to Spygate or Deflategate, then why are your guys getting caught more than anybody else? That's all true what Randy had to say. But when you're interesting like that, eyeballs and ears will gravitate to see exactly how you can be taken down or that's going to continue. I don't know. The, the Chiefs are nowhere near that, but you keep winning, keep being interesting, and all of a sudden they could be this generation's New England Patriots. Cody, Missouri, 888-729-3776 on the Freddie and Harry hotline with Freddie and Harry Douglas on ESPN Radio. Cody, what you got to say about the Chiefs maybe being the new New England Patriots? All I got to say is I'm a born and raised Chiefs fan, and you know what? Y'all hate us because you ain't us. If your team was this dominant, you'd be just as insufferable. And you know what? What is up with everybody in this world being so sour all the time? Everybody's hating on Brock Purdy. He's nothing but the greatest underdog story the league has ever heard. Sorry, Tom Brady. You can be have another chip on your shoulder, I guess. <laughs> this guy's done nothing but win since the moment they handed him the ball and said, go in for Jimmy G. And you know what? If your quarterback was as good as Mahomes, if your tight end was as handsome as Kelsey, and he had <laughs> the prettiest girl in the world as his girlfriend, y'all would be just as insufferable. Y'all just hate us because he ain't us. Oh. Have fun watching this win another ring, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's become one of my hey. new favorites, by the way. No doubt. Sh- shout out to Cody. Listen, when you win and you're on top, hey, you're mm-hmm. able to talk your noise and say what you want to say. Yeah. The difference is Chiefs fans aren't insufferable. Not yet. No. As of right now, I mean, if you ask Raiders, Chargers fans, or Broncos fans at division, they may have a different account when it comes to Chiefs fans. I don't find them insufferable, like I said, yet. Because, believe me, living in New England like I've lived for a good amount of my life, I know what insufferable sounds like. Red Sox fans, Yankees fans, Giants fans. I'm a Jets fan. Jets fans are insufferable. Patriots fans have become even unbearably insufferable, and that's why it doesn't bother me that for the last four years, they're back to where they used to be when they stunk in the 70s and they stunk in the 80s and they stunk for the most of the 90s. The Chiefs fans are nowhere, nowhere near insufferable compared to what I've dealt with living in New England for a good part of my life. Now, I honestly feel like this is a long time from now when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs and even Patrick Mahomes, Mm -hmm. and I would tell Chiefs fans – Enjoy it while it's here. Absolutely. Because all great things at some point, Mm -hmm. they do come to an end. And if you don't believe me, ask Bill Belichick in the New England Patriots. Or the whole region. (laughs) You know what? You know what? I want want listeners to weigh in right now on the uh, Freddie and Harry calling line. 1-888-SAY-ESPN. 1-888-729-3776. What will be the most insufferable NFL fan base if the team starts winning? 
Oh, and why is the answer the Philadelphia oh, Eagles? No, 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 no. It is not the Eagles. Let's go, birds. No, you know who it would be? The Dallas Cowboys and their fans. I'm telling you right now, and I'm a Cowboys fan, as insufferable as my fellow fans are now, and our team is not winning championships, let the Cowboys go in the same kind of run that we saw the Patriots or the Cowboys in the 90s. There'll be literally bloodbaths. Now you guys are already there, Freddie. Yeah, you guys are already there. You've been losing for 30 years. That's what, but that backs up my point. If the Cowboys start winning, if they're if Cowboys fans are several now and the team has is not even close to a championship, what is that going to sound like if they go on like a Chiefs like run? Six Ooh. conference championships. If you if Stephen A. Smith can't stand Cowboys fans down first take, he'd quit that show because they would come after him with pitchforks and fire if they start winning like that. Mark my words. Shannon, I think that's a very interesting question. I, I, yeah. I really do. So do I. But my answer is Cowboys fans. And I'm I'm one of them, period. Hmm. They're insufferable now, a bunch of them, and, the t- and our team's not winning. If our team went on the same run like they had in the 90s, three championships in four years, I may have to switch teams and go to somebody else. See, I don't think it would be indicative of the entire fan base, mm-hmm. but could you imagine our show if the Falcons consistently won? Well, Harry, Harry dealing with Harry every day? I, I don't think Harry would be insufferable. You notice he was quiet there, too, Dad. You noticed that, right? Like, oh, yeah, look at his face. Look at his face. Give me a look. Look at his face. Listen here. You better not. You better pray it don't happen. I'm telling you right now. Well, see, it wouldn't be an inseparable fan base. It'd just be an inseparable fan. <laughs> you would have to address the Atlanta Falcons as wonderful, greatness, spectacular. Every day I came on here. <laughs> Harry, we are not leading with the Falcons. Okay, in the production meeting. Uh, You're right. We're not leading with the Falcons. Uh-huh. It's first thing out of my then, mouth. Then 302. Yeah, exactly. 302 <laughs> Eastern time, 202 in the central time zone. Falcons right out of his mouth. It could be baseball season, basketball season, Tiddly Week season. Falcons will be leading See, if I, that's going to be the case. I, I don't think we'll have to worry about it for a little bit, but, you know. Probably. Sorry, Harry. You know, Maybe eventually. You know what? I don't know. Wow. Hey, but, hey, I, Devin. I, I don't um, blame Devin King. You've been giving him strays no, on no, Brock no, Purdy. No, no, no. I, I, I hey. respect it. Dev, you, you uh, figure out what we're going to eat at yet? From nah, not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Still working right. on that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Don't worry. Right. That, that, when we have the show meeting next, we're all together as one. We'll make sure. Tell the Giants to keep working, too, while you're working on it. Yeah, Giants, Falcons, Cowboys fans, just keep working. Which fan base would be the most insufferable in the NFL if the team ever won a Super Bowl or went on a dynasty-like run that right now the Chiefs could be in the middle of. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to hear from you. Which NFL fan base, if their team started winning, like we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs the last six years, would be the most insufferable if their team starts winning? 888-729-3776. Be insufferable with your calls next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio with Jay Busby, the terrific senior writer for YahooSports.com. He wrote an article titled, The Chiefs are the New Patriots, the team everyone loves to hate. So because of Shannon Penn, one of our producers, and I guarantee we're going to get some interesting phone calls right now. Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Which NFL fan base would be the most insufferable if their team starts winning? Now I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Believe me, Harry Douglas. If the Cowboys start winning again, I may have to switch teams because that fan base would drive me out of my rabbit behind mind. I'm going to go with your other team, though, Freddie. I'm going to go with the New York Jets. Oh, absolutely. I, I think one. the New York Jets, if yep. they start winning like we see the New England Patriots winning, yeah, mm. it, they will be hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy underscore tank underscore 2413 says, the Jaguars fan base would be insufferable if they won a Super Bowl or became consistent winners. I can guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I can't if, even name three Jags fans. Well, well apparently Tommy underscore the tank can, and he knows that fan base more than we do. Isn't that one of the stadiums when they're every opposing fan like outnumbers their fans in, that, in their own stadium? No, that's the Chargers. <laughs> that's not the Jaguars. That's the Chargers. No one's thinking about you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody came to see you, Otis. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think the Jags. I, 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 I <laughs> the Jags don't fit in that category for me. Well, well I'm going to take the words of Tommy underscore Tank underscore twenty four thirteen. He's got some intel that you and I and Shannon and Devin don't have <laughs> when it comes to that. Anthony in Atlanta eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Anthony, which NFL fan base? would be the most insufferable if their team starts winning like we've seen Kansas City the last six years. Well, I have to agree with you. However, mm-hmm. also I agree with Harry. Fireman Ed would be insufferable. But as far as the Falcons go, 
if they won, you wouldn't be able to tell me a damn thing. I would argue with a stop sign. Ah, <laughs> dirty birds. But I have a quick, I have a quick question for you guys. Sure. These people, these people that are complaining about Taylor Swift on TV, how are they able to see her? Weren't they supposed to be boycotting? Amen. Mm. Amen. If if you don't, if you didn't want to see her on TV, then how do you know she's there to complain about it? Telling you, the NFL is a hell of a drug. <laughs> It's addicting. It's a hell of a drug. For, uh, yeah. Scotty, it's calling me, man. It's calling me, Scotty. <laughs> people need it. They need that quick fix. I tell people all the time about the NFL, man. That narcotic, it's hard to kick. <laughs> yes, you it can, is. You can try a patch. You can try walking your dog. You can try whatever that is. But once it gets in your bloodstream, over, it, over 108 million people. Watch NFL football on Sunday on Championship Sunday. Well, and the narcotics unit, they haven't even got it off the streets yet. And they won't, no time soon. Dylan Leak says the Eagles, because they'd win five consecutive Super Bowls, and one year later, they'd be calling for their coach to be fired. (laughs) Oh, wow. You'd have to listen to that damn song all the time, too. Fly, Eagles, fly on the way to victory. He has Devin King, one of our producers, having PTSD from so many Eagles fans that work here that we got to listen to that foolishness all the time. Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> I know you can't even break that's, that guy. That's that's the homie, man. That, that, Shout out to that, that, 2008 that, draft class, uh, too. That, that, exactly. I believe me, Giants fans don't want to hear. All that he had to do again. was punt it out of bounds. Man, you guys should have been here when I was doing the NFL and ESPN radio, and that happened with the Eagles. That punt returned by Deshaun Jackson against the Giants, and I'm doing this with Antonio Pierce, now the Raiders head coach and former Giants linebacker. I don't think I've heard that many curse words at that volume in my life in the commercial break. <laughs> that bleep, bleep, bleep. All, all that bleep, bleep, bleep. Had to do was kick that bleep, bleep, bleep out of bounds. That bleep, bleep, bleep. They should cut that bleep, bleep, bleep right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm like literally three feet away from him in the next chair. And I'm afraid. I'm thinking, man, if he starts having flashbacks, that's going to be it for Maddie Coleman's boy. <laughs> Dale, Dale what, what, what you think Tom Coughlin said to him when the oh punter came to the side? I hope I don't. <laughs> I don't wish ill will against Matt Dodge, but uh-huh. if he ever shows up at MetLife Stadium, oh my he, I, he knows better. Yeah. Yeah, he's the new Ray Finkel. He like, really, really is. <laughs> Ace Ventura, well done. <laughs> and a hell of a model American, Matt in South Carolina at 888-729-3776. Matt, which NFL fan base would be the most insufferable if their team starts winning like we've seen the Chiefs the last six years? Well, I'm in Myrtle Beach repping the 843, and all these Bills fans have moved down here, and they're crazy. And they, they, I, I would have to move. I, I would have to move up, up north to get away from them. They love the Bills. And, and Josh Allen, they don't understand why he hadn't won uh, three or four uh, MVPs yet. All right, Christine Lisi, resident Bills fan and sports anchorette. What you got to say about what Matt in South Carolina had to say about your Bills Mafia? He's mad because we spread throughout the country and we love and support our team all these years. That's why it happened. I appreciate our friend for listening, and I love you. But, like, that's what you got for me? Uh-huh. I could see. I I, I don't know. I. Yeah. Christine, I, I'm at a loss for words. Christine. I just don't understand. I, I, we yeah. love and support our team, and uh, yeah. uh-huh. we're still here. It's a drug. It Cr- is a drug. And, and need I say, uh-huh. Buffalo fans are amazing. Yeah, there Thank is you, my no love. way on God's green earth that if Buffalo went on that kind of run we see from Kansas City, that they would be insufferable. There is no way on God's green earth. 
I mean, I get it, Matt. He's like, I'm here in the South, and all these Yankees are coming out here talking about Bill's Mafia. And, you know, I don't know whose Matt NFL team is, but apparently they're being talked about enough in South Carolina, like those Bill's fans that have moved down to the Palmetto State. <laughs> wow. Hey, I love Buffalo. Mm. Great city. Underrated sure sports town. Like you mentioned about the fans and the people there. They get behind their Bills. They get behind their Sabres. Underrated college basketball town, too, with Canisius, Niagara, St. Bonaventure mm-hmm. not far away, UB as well. Because I remember when Bobby Hurley was there and they went to the NCAA tournament. They turned that mother out in Buffalo. There's no way those people in that region would be insufferable if the Bills wanted the kind of run, Christine, that we've seen from Kansas City. I'm not buying that at all. Can't buy it. <laughs> Maurice in Atlanta, which NFL fan base would be the most insufferable if their team started winning, my friend? Hey, what's up, Freddie? Harry? What's up, brother? What's up? I said the Falcons would be, but I had to, uh, I just want real quick, because I live in Atlanta, but I really saw St. Croix, Virgin Islands, but been in Atlanta over 20 years now. Uh-huh. So I just want to big up Harry, too, for the, you know, the Falcons. But then... Brady, how you said uh, Duncan and them was the most boring this team? It's <laughs> the fundamental. I'm not even going to answer that question. I'm just going to leave that alone. I'm just going to let it stay out there. He, Maurice answered it for me. I'm just leaving that alone as far as that goes. Byron in Maryland, which NFL fan base would be the most insufferable if their team started winning, boss? Uh, as a season ticket holder of this team, it would definitely be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Explain. I want to hear this one. Half the fan base that's wanted Tomlin gone wouldn't know what to do with themselves, and the other half would be too busy taunting them. <laughs> we would be eating each other alive. We wouldn't even have to worry about the rest of the NFL fan bases yelling at us. Now, I'm, let me say this, because Pittsburgh, they're uh-huh. tied with New England for the most Super Bowls, right? What, Pittsburgh, six? No, um, New England has six, right? Yeah, New I England has six. Yeah, I think you're right. Continue. Carry on. So if they're able to get a seventh one. Yeah, because they have, they have I, six. Yeah, you're right. They get, they, they, they get the bragging rights. Yes, they would. Yeah. So. They, yeah, 1975, 76, 79, 80, 2006, 2009. Those yeah, are the man. championships. Bragging six. rights of, of having the most Super Bowls and – you know, in, in, in NFL history, uh, yeah. that's that's a hell of a bragging right right there now. I just love what he said that, man. Our fans would be eating each other. They would have no, no <laughs> oh. Fan bases would not have anything. Wait a minute. <laughs> love Friday is in a few days. <laughs> hey, now. Pause. Wait a minute. Pause. <laughs> Steven in San Francisco. All this started here on Freddie and Harry. Harry, Douglas, Freddie coming together on ESPN Radio because Jay Busby, the terrific senior writer from YahooSports.com, he wrote an article yesterday titled, The Chiefs Are the New Patriots, the team everyone loves to hate. He basically said in the article, congratulations, Kansas City, you're the new Patriots. You were a cute story before, but now America is tired of you, your star quarterback, your teddy bear-looking coach, your celebrity girlfriend, and most of all, your constant presence in the Super Bowl. He says, congratulations, Kansas City, you're the new Patriots. That's where this got started, about which fan base? would be the most insufferable if their team starts winning. I'm not buying the Chiefs fan bases, but what about you, Steven, in San Francisco, who that fan base would be and why? What a stupid game plan that was. Yeah, I'll, I'll no, no, thank you. 
Go ahead, Stephen. I, 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 I think we interrupted the conversation that oh, Stephen had there. He said, what a stupid game plan he was that mad was. He game plan. Uh-huh. Well, if he's talking about the Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers, he's not lying. Stephen Steele mad, Steel mad at the game plan from believe, the Green Bay Packers game. We may have interrupted a phone call, Stephen, but if he said the Cowboys game plan was a stupid game plan versus Green Bay, he's not lying. <laughs> Stephen Steele mad. We may have oh, he's dropped man. on something critical, but he ain't lying when it came to that. <laughs> David Reno, which NFL fan base would be the most insufferable if they started winning? Hey, boys, thank you for having me on. I That's love it. you. You make me laugh every day, thank every you. day. Thank um, you. So, born and raised in Reno. Uh, I'm a Niner fan. Just I, I, I bleed gold and red, but I have to tell you, being here my whole life, Raider fans, Raider fans, if they went on a run, I could not handle myself. And now they're in my state. Uh, granted, they're eight hours away from where I live. But, I mean, I have a brother-in-law. He insisted that I, like, become a Raider fan. I was like, are you, are you crazy? He's like, but you got to support your state. I was like, no, man. I don't support anything. That black hole, that whole ridiculousness, I mean, I, 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 I don't even know what I would do with myself. So, Dave, let me ask you a question. You mean to tell me you would get sick and tired of the black hole? Oh, God. Oh, God. Just the whole pirate, crazy, insanity. Let's let's bring the Raider Nation back and the whole uh, idea of, like, we play dirty ball. I mean, I, I just can't stand it. I can't stand it. It must drive Raider fans nuts that their home stadium is going to be invaded by Chiefs fans in their own division yeah. and the team that used to be in the Bay Area with the San Francisco 49ers. Well, that's a real thing because when the New Orleans Saints were in an NFC championship game and that yeah. Super Bowl mm-hmm. was going to be in Atlanta, oh yeah, everyone in Atlanta was rooting for the Los Angeles Rams. Right? Because we of the Saints, right? We did yeah. not want Saints people coming to Atlanta, flooding our streets uh-huh. with that nonsense and that damn witchcraft. <laughs> no, we didn't. They didn't want that voodoo that they do? Nope. Go on, take yourself somewhere else, Mr. and Mrs. Cleo. We don't want you here. I wish people see the look on your face right now because <laughs> usually Harry has a great smile. Not this time. Nope. The minute you mentioned Saints in Atlanta, he didn't want those Saints to go marching in. Didn't mm-hmm. want those Saints go marching in. He didn't want that at all as far as that goes. One last one from Marshawn in Iowa. Marshawn, which NFL fan base would be the most insufferable if their team started winning? I would think it would be the Bears, man. I mean – if you ask, I mean, I'm from Chicago, man. I'm going to be a diehard Bears fan no matter what the case may be. I'm thinking the Bears fan base will actually go to the roof, man. <laughs> Last few years, we ain't really been nowhere. And once we get us an offensive line, it wouldn't matter what quarterback we have. Right now, we got Justin Fields running for his life. So give us, take some of those assets that we about to have and give us some left tackles and right tackles so that way when that man needs to run, he can hit the left and right. Right now, he's running for his life. But once the Bears pick up something, I'm just just anything. Oh, man, I think the fan base would get back on board, man. <laughs> you know, Marshawn just made me think of something, man. Think about that division, the NFC North, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. the Chicago Bears are able to get things going, when you see the division. emergence yeah. of the Detroit Lions, what the Green Bay Packers were able to do, uh, 
the quarterback position for the Minnesota Vikings. Is Kirk Cousins going to come back or not? That That's a big question mark, but mm-hmm. that division could be a really good one if the Chicago Bears can get up to par. If they get up to par, the NFC North of 2024 could be just like the AFC North in 2023. Yep. Every team in that division could have a winning record. If the Bears get their assets together. I love what Marshawn said. We don't need a tackle. We need tackles. <laughs> just the left or the right. Just give me anybody. Just give me tackles. The thing about that is Justin Fields is not going to be his quarterback. It's going to be Caleb Williams. They're going to take Ding him number dong. one. And they may take the kid off from Notre Dame. If you're going to help out your quarterback and draft him, you get somebody that can't protect him. That guy may be the best tackle, best offensive lineman in college football entering the draft out of Notre Dame. So I love Justin Fields as well. He will not be wearing a Bears uniform in 2024. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Appreciate you joining us and Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. And I'll tell you, smart speaker, the play ESPN Radio. So we got the two in a week and a half playing for the Super Bowl. Kansas City on one side, San Francisco on the other side. Of the ones that didn't make it, who has the best chance of replacing either one of those teams next year? Our thoughts are next, so keep it here. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on Sirius X and Channel 80. And I always tell you a smart speaker to play ESP and radio. It started with 14. We're down to two. And these are the 12 that missed when it comes to getting the Super Bowl. In the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens, Miami Dolphins, Cleveland Browns, Buffalo Bills, Jacksonville Jaguars, excuse me, Buffalo Bills, those part of the teams in the AFC that did not make it, along with the teams in the NFC, the Dallas Cowboys, Detroit Lions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Philadelphia Eagles, Los Angeles Rams, and the Green Bay Packers. So out of the 14 that started, Harry, we're down to two. If I give you any of those teams next year, in your opinion, you can pick one, you can pick two, you can pick whatever. Who has the best shot of making sure we don't get a 49ers-Chiefs rematch or one of the other involving that? I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. 
And I really love what I've seen from them in the last 10 games. They had a 7-3 and three record. That's including the playoffs. But starting with the quarterback position and Jordan Love and the way he was able to play, we've seen him on full display this season in his first year as a starter. And he was able to do something that we did not see from Brett Favre, who was mm-hmm. a great Hall of Famer, right. and also Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be a future Hall of Famer. That's making the playoffs in their first year as a starter. Okay. In his last 10 games, he had over 2,600 yards, yeah. 23 touchdowns to just three interceptions. Okay. But for me, it's being able to get the experience of those young guys and him being a young guy as well. But Romeo Dobbs, we've seen the way he played in the playoffs. Kristen Watson, Luke Musgrave, uh, him and the other tight end, Tucker Craft, mm-hmm. But Jaden Reed, a young receiver, Dontavian Wicks, and also Bo Melton, uh, along with a veteran like Aaron Jones. I think defensively, if those guys can be more consistent on that side of the football, this is a football team that can be very, very scary in 2024. And they were able to get that experience this year not only making the playoffs but at least going to the second round before they lost to the San Francisco 49ers in which that's a game that they actually could have won yeah. and they could have been playing in the NFC championship game yeah. Robert Porter on Twitter Coleman ESPN at HDogs83 believes the Lions and the Bills well I want to see how the Lions recover from having the NFC championship game right there in their hands mm-hmm. and it slipped right out and the Buffalo Bills can give it a hump that if they face Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs again, if they can find a way to get past that, being 0 for 3 the last three times these two teams have played in the playoffs. So I'll do like a wait and see when it comes to the Lions and the Bills if they can actually replace the Chiefs and 49ers next year. I'll give you a team off the radar because I, I love the Packers pick. I really like that from you. That's fantastic. I think that's a team that, all right, they, they could be ready sooner than we thought with Jordan Love, the receiver group you mentioned, they got a new defensive coordinator. They think they can be better on defense. That's a team that I've circled when you said that. Thing. Yeah, the Green Bay Packers. I'll give you another team off the radar that it would not surprise me if they find a way to represent the NFC next year, at least right now. Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay motivated. Matthew Stafford shown he is not at the end of his tether when it comes to being a successful quarterback in the NFL. You got Kyron Williams running the football. You got those receivers on the outside, Puka Naku and Cooper Cup. That defense played really well, and I know they lost Raheem Morris, and congrats to him getting Atlanta Falcons' job. Well-deserved. But there are enough young pieces in place that learned a lot because they didn't lose by a lot of points on the road in Detroit to the Lions. That kind of fuel could be perfect for a guy like Sean McVay, who was relishing a challenge like that. Actually, when you look at the Los Angeles Rams and that game versus Detroit, if it wasn't for a guy named Aiden Hutchinson, right, who was able to draw a holding call, which mm. pushed the Los Angeles Rams out of field goal mm-hmm. range yep. to potentially, you know, try to seal a victory or go up in that ball game and put a lot of pressure on the Detroit Lions moving forward at that standpoint, we might be talking about a different story right now with that football team. But Sean McVay and being able to win a Super Bowl and going to a, actually two Super Bowl appearances and actually winning one. Mm-hmm. And in a season where a lot of people thought it was going to be a rebuild, being able to make the playoffs and coming close to actually winning that game at Detroit on the road, as long as you have a veteran quarterback, and in my opinion, one of the best head coaches and play callers in the game, and Sean McVay, you have a chance. They found diamonds in the rough mm-hmm. defensively and offensively. So moving forward, this is also going to be a team that people are going to have to deal with. Yeah, it's the kind of team that even Aaron Donald say, I might come back in 2024 to be around these guys. I don't want to just have my career in like this, even though it's a Hall of Fame career when it comes to Aaron Donald. But so much of that youth stepping up and being terrific 
more than anybody could have anticipated. Aaron Donald looked around and said, I might have to come back one more year to be a part of this, and I won't blame them. That, div- that division is still going to be pretty good. you got the 49ers. The Seahawks won more than won nine games. The Cardinals are on the rise, what they've been able to do with Jonathan Gannon. We can see the return of that filthy McNasty division when it comes to the NFC West where all those teams can't stand each other. I'm all for that. No, but, those four look, teams. That's, a, that's a division that, that, that can really – you know, pose some problems because we've seen at the, the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. we thought the Seahawks was really going to, you know, be a force this season. Right. And what happened instantly? The Los Angeles Rams beat them. Yeah, no doubt about it. By the way, Seattle went into Detroit and beat them in overtime. And that yep. Lions team wound up getting to the NFC Championship game where they led that game for a half. Speaking of that division of Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman, the problem with the 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy just might be you. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.